Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today, um, I thought I'd talk about change, because... Um, yesterday I talked about New Year's resolutions and how they were made up but I still see that um, change is in the air isn't it at this time of year a lot of the content that I'm coming across on social media is about change it's about what people want to be different over the next year and what they perhaps want to leave behind that was that was around a bit too much in the previous year in 2022 so I thought I'd explore today how change really happens um, because I, for a long time, thought that change happened because I forced myself to change. Now, now change can happen that way. You can, with steely determination, do all sorts of things. But you may have noticed that it's often not sustainable. You can't keep it up. And that is why, as somebody somebody pointed out yesterday um, on, on my post about New Year's resolutions, is that, you know, the gym is heaving in January, absolutely packed. And then by by February, it's, it's back to normal. So the people who are regulars at the gym kind of just, you know, go in and go, oh, my God, I can't even get on a machine. It's horrendous. And then, you know, they breathe a sigh of relief when all the new people Oh, the vast majority of them disappear once February turns around, comes around. Now, that's because those people have had an idea to do something different, but it's not backed up by a change in how they see things. Going to the gym might not be everybody's cup of tea, really, but for a lot of people, it looks like, well, that's the thing to do because it's, it's what you do, isn't it? In January, you join a gym, you have some kind of weight loss goals and, and off you go and make a start on trying to trying to lose weight. I don't know why I'm particularly focused on losing weight. It's just something that's very prominent this time of year usually, isn't it? So let's explore how, well, I'll share with you how I think change happens. For me, um, a lot of the focus I had on changing was about me being more motivated, doing more stuff, procrastinating less, um, not getting distracted so much, um, and, and, and generally being, I don't know, I suppose a better person, a better business owner, because I was on it all the time and smashing through my goals and all that kind of thing. And I tried a lot of things to make myself be more that way. Um, I did affirmations, I kept a gratitude journal, I did other kind of journaling, I did all sorts of things, lots of therapy, lots of poking around in the past trying to find the solution, trying to find why I was the way I was. Now, what I've noticed over the last three years while I've been 
getting more and more clear about how this system, my psycho, my psycho spiritual system works, is that an awful lot of things have changed and I don't seem to have been doing that in quite the same way. And I think it's just because I understand better now what's going on. So let me give you an example um, around kind of feeling motivated and, and, and wanting to get things done. Quite often, I used to think I had to feel a certain way to do physical things in the world. So let's take um, building a web page or making a landing page or something like that for my business. I used to think that I had to be, you know, in the right headspace, in the right physical space, that, um, you know, once all these things that I thought I needed to be like to do physical things in the world were all lined up, that, that a beam of light known as motivation would come down and hit me on the head and then I would proceed to be able to do things. Um, and, and that took a lot of effort before I even got the thing done. And the irony of that is that if I'd just done the thing, I probably would have got it done in a fraction of the time without trying to manage myself first. And then I, I don't know exactly when I had this realisation, although I think um, I was listening to a book, or yeah, listening to a book on Audible called What the what the uh, F are the Principles, um, which is about the three principles, but in a quite, um, I might listen to that again, actually, in quite an, it's quite a light-hearted book. And I remember the guy on there saying, Amir Karkudi, he's called, he said, what makes you think you have to feel a certain way to do things? What is this thing we're calling motivation? What even is it? Like, tell me, what is motivation? It's a feeling. You know, it, it, it's a feeling that I experience, which probably isn't the same way that you feel when you feel motivated. And that feeling comes from my thinking. And my thinking is the stuff of the past, the old conditioned habitual stuck in my head nonsense. So where we are not making a change or not doing a thing, because we think we have to feel a certain way to do it, or we're trying to really just push through all of that to make ourselves make a change. It's just because we've not seen that our thinking, and therefore our feelings too, don't know anything at all about what we're actually capable of. Quite often, probably a little bit at this time of the year, we feel inspired. We feel like a gut, a gut instinct to do something different, to do something new, to make a change. And then all that thinking comes in to squash it down, doesn't it? And so that's why the people, perhaps the people who went to the gym in January, the beginning of January, and then had, had finished, <laughs> stopped going to the gym by February, that initial idea to go to the gym came from a place of wisdom 
their body said, come on, we need to shift some of these pounds, not good for us. We need to get fitter. It's going to be better for our physical body. But then all that thinking came in and eventually that got too much. I'm too busy. I haven't got time. Um, I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I can't really fit this in anymore. I'm too tired, blah, blah, blah. It's too far to drive, whatever else. I mean, they always say, choose a gym that's on your doorstep, don't they, to avoid that. But but all of that thinking comes in. And so that, that change that we really wanted to make that's got inspiration behind it gets squashed out and disappears. It gets buried underneath. So when we begin to understand this system and what it's telling us, our psycho-spiritual system, when we understand it better and what it's telling us, that that sort of gets, it gets easier to navigate. Because really, all through life, whether we're making a change or doing anything at all, really, it comes from a, a place of thoughts and feelings. I feel a certain way, and I have a, a an understanding or not of where that feeling is coming from. So I think my feeling is coming from the outside world or something I'm going to do in the outside world or it's coming from some other person. Then I will act with the thinking that looks real in that moment based on that, based on that feeling where I think it's coming from. The more and more you see that your feelings are internally generated and they're just an indication of your state of mind, the space to make those changes opens up quite naturally. So, as I said before, your feelings and your thinking don't know what you're capable of. What you're capable of is, is sitting alive and well underneath all of that thinking and feeling. And the more you see that your feelings are not telling you about the change you're about to make. They're not telling you about how awful it's going to be to go to the gym. They're not telling you about re about the physical world out there. That your feelings are telling you about your state of mind. Then change begins to be easier because you are less and less held back by your feelings. I was reading a post just minutes ago about courage. It's very much the same. We will be held in place, in, in a place in life that we really probably don't want to be in, while ever the fearful feeling feels like it's telling us something real about the world. As soon as we realise, oh, there's the fearful feeling, it's just telling me I've got fearful thinking again about something, it's less and less likely to hold us back and, and keep us stuck and not able to make those changes we want to make. So change really happens when we see how life really works. And I have seen in the last three years so many changes, things that I really tried to control for ages so many changes have happened just from being in this conversation. Changes with relationships, changes with my energy levels, changing with my motivation, my goodness, that's changed. Creativity being more. Just generally bobbing along in life in a nicer way. 
without a lot of effort. Guys, I have to tell you, with not a lot of effort at all. So, you know where I am. If you want to explore this further, if you would like to have a life that's more full of ease, then please do, you know, bob me a message. Let's talk about that. And in the meantime, just notice what it is that you're feeling that's stopping you making that change you really want to make. And know that that is an indication to let you know that your state of mind right now is a bit tricky. And that's it. That's all it's ever telling you. So take care. Enjoy the rest of your day. Um, and lots of love. You, you know where I am if you're ready to talk. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.